Welcome to Fours Open Doors, the podcast we wish we had. All things uni, student living, health, money, life hacks and more. Nothing is off limits, keeping things real and raw. So come have a laugh and a good combo with Freya and Andy every week. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fours Open Doors. Today we're joined by our friend Damo, who is an ex-college kid and now a full-time accountant. Woo! Um, so we have brought him in to talk about all things taxes because apparently that stuff is really important and Freya and I don't really know um, what's going on. But before we start, Damo, we always start every episode with um, what we've been snacking on. So what have you been snacking on? Hey guys, hey Freya. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so my snack, especially working from home, is very important. But I usually call my snack a treat, so I'm going to say lint balls. I've been oh. loving lint balls, sometimes in the freezer, sometimes in the fridge, and big hazelnut fans, so that's oh. my snack. Yeah. I haven't had those. Have you, yeah. Freya? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, of course. How could you not? But they're naughty snacks, so they're not really a healthy snack, but that's what you have to do. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> what about you, Freya? What have you been snacking on? Um, I have been snacking on, I was nearly going to say chocolate as well, actually, but I've said that quite regularly, so I thought I'd better say something <laughs> different. Um, I've just been, I've been loving a good, like, smoothie bowl, nothing too oh, fancy, just like, queen. just, yeah, making a smoothie, chucking it in a bowl, and just, like, having some different, different toppings and stuff. So, um, Annie, what is your snack? Wow, thank you for being really enthusiastic. I haven't been snacking, because college is just, like... There's not really snacks available, but um, been loving a lot of almond lattes, like a lot, like almost too much. I think I need been to Been loving what? Almond lattes. Oh. All right. So let's get into this episode. But before we start, obviously, just a disclaimer, all this is just general um, advice. So please take everything with a grain of salt. Um, every person's situation is very personal. So this is just for entertainment purposes only and just to have a little conversation and spark ideas. So yes, just be mindful of that. So first of all, Damo, what is taxes and why do we need to do them? Uh, okay, thanks, um, Andy. I read through those questions. Taxes, I suppose, you know where they go. Like, you don't know where they go. People spend them on, like the government spends them on um, education. Everything that you look at outside that's done by the government is where your taxes go. Uh, welfare, Centrelink, so people receiving Centrelink, that's where tax, like, that's where it comes from when people pay taxes. So I think it's like paid all around the world. People have different rates in different countries. But, um, yeah, it's really important to pay. Yes, I guess that's how society yeah. goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's how everything functions. So, and this is a very this is tax time right now because our, the financial year just finished. So everyone's trying to lodge their tax to hopefully get a refund. And if they're not getting a refund, they'll lodge as late as they can. Ah, <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, yeah. What about places? Sorry, this is just a throw in the mix. But places like Monaco, who are tax free, how does yeah, everything so work? Yeah, so some out? some countries and like yeah, like are tax free. They have, just have different rates. I think the government. Um, like let, makes it tax-free to want to live there and stuff like that to maybe generate um, the economy economy that way. So I'm not too sure exactly like what the best places to live are. Like I know the Cayman Islands also are very tax-free and a lot of like lawyers and stuff go and work there. So, oh. Yeah, just <laughs> save money quicker. But um, yeah, every, every country's got a different tax rate and that's just depending on the government and what they want to do. Yeah. I think Dubai is the same actually as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a wealthy yeah, place. Yeah, Andy, <laughs> let's, um, let's definitely look at moving there next year. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, when the money rolls in. <laughs> okay, so this question is probably um, obviously what everyone wants to know. So how do you do your taxes? Because I don't know about you, Andy, but currently I have no idea get other people to do them for me. 
Um, so yeah, how do you actually do them? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Fred. It's like um, you have to do it through my gut. I mean, you can do it through an accountant and stuff like that, but uh, I think the easiest way to do it for most students, which would be mostly your listeners, is just through my gut. So you just go, um, yeah, so Google search MyGov, and then sometimes you have to link the service. So you would have like maybe the Centrelink linked, but then you link the ATO. It's really easy. You can do it after a quick phone call. And then um, it like prompts you all the way through. So you open up the form and it will prompt you like, um, like what wages did you make this year? And a lot of the uh, information's already pre-filled for you because like when you um, open a bank account, they request your tax file number. So that's what every time you're entering in your tax file number, it's helping the ATO like data match um, what you've done throughout the year to make it as easy as possible. So when you open up, you'll find that your wages for the year, most of the time are already pre-filled there and you can go, okay, beautiful. So it's ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like when you start a new job as well, when you fill out the form, you have to enter in your tax file number because then your work will say, this is how much, um, you know, Andy or Freya made for the year and this is how much tax um, we've withheld on their behalf. So yeah, it's quite, it, it's quite a, would you say it's easier for us because if we're like just millennials and we have a smaller income is it easier for us to do it on my guard or does that like not make a difference no no definitely if i was like recommending anything on personally i'd lodge mine um on my gov because it's like the easiest way and if you were to go to an accountant that would just like it wouldn't wouldn't be worth your money especially um like they say you have to be making a lot of money to save money through taxes so if you're making especially less than the tax-free threshold, which is 18200 If you're making less than that, you should definitely be lodging it yourself. Yeah. It's actually really simple. I was putting it off for ages, and then I just went on, and it was all there, and I just clicked submit. Yeah. And then the money came back, and yeah. I was like, hell yeah. yeah especially if you – because, like, even claiming deductions is just not worthwhile if you're earning less than 18200 So you might yeah. as well not even take a, take a record because when you claim that deduction, you don't get any extra – benefits so until you get over that that's when deductions are worthwhile like making note of during the year and what you what you what you're buying that could be tax deductible true and what happens if we don't do them well most of the time as millennials if you don't do them there's not um a super problem because you'll be like you most of the time you're getting a refund so if you're getting a refund the ato is not going to worry about chasing you up or anything like that because they've got to pay you money it's only when you can earn more than 18200 and you have a um, payable that's when the ATO might start sending you a letter just saying just a reminder you know your taxes are overdue and then once you receive that letter there's no real strict penalty until you start avoiding that letter and when you right. start avoiding that letter then the ATO might start um, charging you interest and stuff like that so wait so sometimes you can actually owe tax of course yeah of oh course. I didn't know that yeah so maybe if your work doesn't you know how on your payslip they take out the amount of payg they call it on your payslip yeah if your work doesn't um take out enough of that then you'll owe the tax uh, owe the ato money oh yeah and think about those sorts of um ways you can earn income that doesn't report um payg so if you had a rental property or something like that and then the ato might not know about it and you work but no one's withholding money there for you so at the end of the year you'll have to pay extra money because you've earned extra income on that so oh. it's really for like just salary and wage earners that it's the easiest yeah so when you've just got maybe a little bit of bank interest and then your salary and your wages it's um, that's when it's the closest to you won't have to pay any tax. So if you have your own business, you'd probably have to pay. Yeah, yeah. But if you have your own business, you also pay um, quarterly PAYG yourself just so you don't get that big tax bill at the end of the right. year. Yeah, but most people with businesses would have accountants. Oh. Like almost everyone. It's not like the individual, which is a bit more straightforward. If you have a business, most of the time you have some sort of accountant, especially if your turnover's, you know, getting up there. 
didn't know that. Cool. Um, So when people say they claim certain items like their uniform off their taxes, what does this mean? Okay, yeah, that's a good question, Freya. Um, (laughs) Uniform, like deductions are like have to be related to your work. You can't obviously just go and say, I'm going to buy a new computer um, for gaming, but you don't make any income from gaming. So you have to be sort of, the deductions you buy have to have some sort of relation to your work. So like, for example, as an accountant at the moment, I have a phone. And for on my phone, I check my emails, I make calls and stuff like that. That certain amount is business like use. So then you can claim a certain part of that phone. But what does that mean, like claiming a certain part so of that like, phone? So like, so the phone I bought it outright and it cost eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So then through my taxes, I can say maybe my phone could be thirty percent work use and seventy percent private. So yeah. then I can claim thirty percent of that eighteen hundred. Right, and then yeah. you don't have to pay that amount. So like that amount then, no, you, that's your deduction then comes off the amount of income you earn for the year. So oh, it's not like a straight refund or anything. Okay. So, so say you earn 20000 for the year and then that's your taxable income. Your deductions come away from that taxable income and then you pay tax on your taxable income. Oh, so then it can also help you become under a certain threshold. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. So And like same as um, donations as well. When people donate, they sometimes can be thinking about the tax benefit as well. So like... So all is that why big companies will donate a, like a huge yeah, amount of money? Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. Well, obviously, there's a generous point of it as well, but yeah, there is there are tax like um, benefits of making donations. Right, yeah. that's but, so well, cool. Back to the uniform. I'll get back to the uniform one. So people can claim <laughs> uniform. Obviously, like the washing of their uniform. Um, but like, say I go to work and I just wear business attire, I can cannot claim any like uniform deductions because they would say I could wear this outside of work. So maybe oh, if you worked okay. at McDonald's or and you had a specific uniform, you could claim like a, it's usually about $150 a year, I think, for washing. So, right, yeah. wow. Yeah. But then, like I said before, it's not really worthwhile unless you're making more than that 18000 Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. And then um, when should people start paying for like someone else to do their taxes? At like what point should you maybe get an accountant to step in? Yeah. Well, we sort of talked about this a little bit before, yeah. but... So when you start making a little bit of money and then when you also start, like when you become time poor. So like a lot of university students have time to lodge their own tax and if they are earning more than the 18200 most of the time it's pretty simple. But like, yeah, once you start working full time or yeah, running out of time and you just want to get it done, it comes a job, that's when you should start paying, one reason. And then the second reason is also when you start making a lot of money and there's money to be saved from a smart accountant. So like if you're making, you know, more than 100 grand a year and you maybe have a rental property or... Um, you want to start setting up a trust for your kids or something like that down the track, that's when you should start looking for an accountant. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. like that. Yeah. So if you're looking for an accountant, uh, where is the best place to find them and how much would they cost for doing your taxes and whatever else? Yeah. Okay, so that's like a it's a good question, but like obviously there's a lot of different sorts of accountants that charge different prices. But So you can be recommended by a friend to an accountant or you can find one online or you can – there are some ones that – obviously specialize in being cheap as well so most of the times so you could probably get a tax return done for maybe uh, $80 to $100 for a real um, pretty straightforward one so that would pretty much be your starting starting point so like when you go into a shopping center and you see the little tax guy and he says you know no upfront costs usually that guy will sort of cost about $80 to $100 because it's pretty simple and it maybe takes him I don't know one hour or something like that so but then once you start um like going, yeah, as we said, earning a bit more and then it can start to get up to $300. And, but the most for an individual is usually 
maxed out at about maybe a thousand dollars for someone that's earning like a lot of money maybe like they're earning a lot of money and they have like a certain amount like different rental properties and stuff like that but and when once you get into owning a business that's when it can also become like more expensive as well but for individuals it's usually about that much nice um can you accidentally like do your taxes wrong and then get in big trouble like unintentionally yeah um so well, it has to be like to get in trouble, you have to have done it on purpose. And that's something that the ATO will determine. So for someone like myself, who's an accountant, if I made a mistake, it would obviously look worse than if a student made a mistake who had no idea. So that, like when you do your tax return, you sort of say what you are on your tax return. So if you're a builder or something like that, you can like the ATO knows like what um, profession you're in. But for a student, like to get in trouble, you'd have to like do something pretty wrong, especially if you're not earning much money. But say you're earning 50 grand a year and then um, you try and claim deductions worth 10 grand, that'll like put a little red flag through the ATO's like data matching system. So then they can say like, okay, we might look into, um, you know, so-and-so for why do they have 10 grand of deductions when they only earn 50 grand for the year? Yeah. So it's something like that. But And then getting in trouble from there, definitely. Like sometimes it's like um, if you do it on accident, they can just update your return and there's, there's no problem. You might then have a changed tax position and might have to pay more because you are lodged incorrectly. But if you're doing it like maliciously, then there will be yeah fines. But like for most most people, it's like if you do it properly and you and you um, take your time, then yeah, it's not too not too hard. Yeah, moral of the story: just do the right thing, Ando. Like I know you were yeah. trying to think of something <laughs> to do there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying, glad to find you a, that. trying to find a few loopholes. <laughs> Never. Um, so what if you if you get paid in cash, is there like a different system for doing your tax? So it uh, that depends because there's like there are cash jobs for like say um, builders and like we said like um, tradies they sometimes do cash jobs that they should report every time. So when you do when you earn money, you should report it especially if it's from like your profession. So any like, yeah, any trader that earns cash should say to the ATO, like at the end of the year, they should include every cash that they earn. So that's up to them. Um, do you reckon they do that or do you reckon a lot of well, people? Well, I, uh, I think a lot of people that run cash businesses would say, you know, we earn $500 for the day, but in reality they earn 800 or something like that. So they would yeah. still report income, but maybe not all their income, I would definitely say, especially... Like, yeah, like traders definitely wouldn't, they would be thinking, I don't want to pay tax. So they would, <laughs> yeah, they would be doing some dodgy stuff there. But, but if you like, so like my first job at Spa Grocery, like we got paid. You worked in, at Spa yeah, Grocery? Yeah, yeah stacking shelves, summer, summer job. <laughs> um, we got paid in cash, but we still was all through like legitimate pay slips and stuff like that. Just at the end of the day, they would say, okay, here's your pay slip and we'll grab, you know, $200 from the till for your day or something or for your, your week or something like that. Oh, so okay. that would still all be, um, that would come through at the end of the year and that would be populating through your um, MyGov and your tax return. It's only people that really run businesses that would maybe not report their cash entirely that they earned. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. That is all our questions, Freya. Did you have any more you wanted to ask? No. Um. Thanks so much, Damo, for explaining that. I feel like, and I learned so much in that like fifteen minutes. Yeah, literally. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, it helps some other listeners lodge their tax return and hopefully get a refund. Yeah. How good's a refund? It's <laughs> so yeah, good. I feel like I feel like so many people just don't bother doing it because they can't be bothered but when you mm. actually do it you can sometimes get what like 500 bucks or like obviously depending on how much you earn 
Um, yeah, but yeah, I think so many people just think, oh, it's so difficult. But then have you, you've explained it just shows that it's actually pretty easy. Yeah, it's definitely very straightforward for a lot of, lot of students. And especially if you've worked like um, full-time for the break, then you'll actually like get probably a decent refund. But for people like while I was at uni working two days a week for the whole year, you don't get a massive refund because like we said, that like your work withholds the right amount. But if you work maybe for two months over break from college or break from uni, working full-time, your employees assume that you've worked that like full-time for the whole year. So when they uh. when they do your pay slips, they'll take out a lot more um, like PAYG. So then you get a nice refund. Yeah. yeah so I work, was taking out a lot of PAYG and I wasn't mad about it because it all came back. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, boy. Yeah, no, very nice. Very yeah, because nice. even at the time, it's annoying how you're getting detoxed, uh, de- de- deducted money off you. Sorry, that wasn't good English either. Um, when you're getting <laughs> money deducted off your pay slip, you're like, oh, shit, this is so bad. But then when you get the um, your tax back, it's like it's literally like Christmas because you get the biggest like payback and it's like, oh, it's okay, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, especially when you're earning under eighteen thousand. Otherwise, it's like, oh, that's literally living life. Now we pay taxes. <laughs> oh, that's so true. It'll hurt when that day comes. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, Damo. Um, thank you everyone for listening. If you did find this helpful, feel free to screenshot it and put it on your Instagram story. Also, tag Damo. What's your What's your Instagram handle? Handle. Yeah. Mm, very oh. nice, Damo <laughs> underscore Ashby. But. Feel free to send me a message as well if anyone needs help or wants like to ask a more specific question. Very, oh, very look happy. at this man. Very happy to help out any of your listeners. Amazing. If you do want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Falls Open Doors. If you want to follow Freya, it's Freya underscore Jetson. And mine is Andy.Bentley underscore. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. bye. You can say bye if you want. Thanks, guys. <laughs>